Welcome. Soarin' to tower. We are ready for takeoff. Please stand clear of the door. Looks like you've lost power. Here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to what is episode one of a brand new podcast that we are calling Magic Meets Adventure. My name is Aaron. And I'm Tim. Man, dude, I'm so excited that we're here. It's happening. This is going to be so much fun. This has been something that we've talked about for a long time. And yeah, I'm just, I'm glad that it's finally here and that we're going through this. So welcome in. This is a podcast that is all about theme parks in the, uh, man, I don't know. This is the part that I get tripped up on because it's kind of a little <laughs> bit of everything, right? Yeah. A I mean, bit Disney, a little bit Universal. Yeah. Ultimately, that's the, those are the main two ideas there. This yeah. is the magic of Disney meets the adventure of Universal Studios. And uh, we'll kind of go into that a little bit, but but just kind of for, for preface, I mean, Tim, you you're the one that brings the magic to the show. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I, I mean, a little, a little more, about Disney. More ways than one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, we we are two theme park enthusiasts, and we just wanted to have a platform where we could talk about all things Disney, all things Universal. Kind of meld those two things together. It feels like there's always this like kind of tribalism that happens when it comes to the park. Percent, and uh, which I think we're both a little bit guilty of in one way or another. No, not at all. That'll probably come up a little bit in Universal in, hate. Me? What? <laughs> That'll probably I'm come up a little bit in in our stories about um, how things went. But I think that yeah. for for people for people who don't know us, which is probably the majority of people listening, <laughs> for people who don't know us, I think it's a good uh, place just to start by talking about uh, why we want to do this, our history with the parks, all sure. that sort of stuff. So, Tim, do you yeah. want to kick us off? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, parks have been a huge part of my life. So, my dad was a former cast member at the Contemporary Resort in Walt Disney World. My mom was a former Disney College program at the Contemporary Resort. You can see where this is going. They meet there. Uh, they end up dating. Their first date is like at the beach club. Uh, and yeah, from there, like the parks were just a huge part of my life in my childhood. You realize so. now we have to do like a like best first date spots on Disney property episode at some point. Ask for this, hey, it'd be a lot of fun. You, I think it'd be really cool. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. But definitely. But yeah, the park's been a huge part of my life. I grew up with them. Grew up going, oh gosh. Almost every weekend. That's insane to me. Yeah, I know. That actually blows my mind. Like that's yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a cast member the last time I was in Disney World and they were like yeah, like it's crazy that we still enjoy coming here so much because they're like everywhere else you live, like parents drop their kids off at the mall. Yep. In Orlando, they drop them off at Disney World. That's <laughs> and that's how you spend your weekend. That to me is very weird. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's a huge part of my life. Specifically, Walt Disney World in particular. Had the chance to visit Disneyland over in California in May, which was awesome. Uh, and then, of course, this past year getting to go to Universal again. We went like once or twice when I was a kid. And this was way before like Jurassic World. And I was going to ask Potter and all that stuff. So it was like, I don't even remember like Islands of Adventure, what it was pre Hogwarts. Mm. All I remember is like the Dr. Seuss area. And that's about it. Yeah. I was going to ask you if y'all had 
like any sort of real grounding with Universal Parks, but I guess with both of your parents being cast members at one point and all that sort of stuff, I could see how that would. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it wasn't really a major thing. So your first time going to Universal Orlando was it? Well, you went as a kid, like once yeah. or twice, but yeah. really, I guess when we went was probably yeah. like your first time of like really getting a grip on it, and yeah. that was twenty twenty one. That was twenty two. That was last twenty two. We last went for year. one day just kind of like at the beginning of our Disney vacation, we had the Disney yeah. trip planned and mm-hmm. we were like, let's go ahead and pack on like one universal day on the front end of that. So yeah. that's really cool. Um, okay. Let's, let's get, let's get gritty here for a second <laughs> until like leading up to that trip. Cause I, and I genuinely don't know this, so I'm yeah. interested, but like go leading up to that trip, what was your like, um, overall perspective of universal parks? Like, you definitely were preferential. I think you still are preferential. Like if somebody told you you can only go to one for the rest of your life. Oh, for sure. You're definitely going to Disney World. But I just want to know kind of what was your perspective and stuff. I think that could be uh, helpful for people who are used to only listening to Disney podcasts yeah, or only Universal sure. podcasts. I mean, I I thought they had some pretty cool stuff. I was envious of the fact they had Marvel uh, because as someone who loves Marvel and the MCU and a whole bunch of that stuff, wanting it in Orlando parks specifically walt disney world would have been great uh but i thought like sure it's stuff like i enjoy jurassic park i enjoy harry potter those are fine but they're not like my go-to favorites as say like you know star wars or pixar or walt disney animation and so it felt kind of lesser in that sense but it still was like yeah, at some point I would love to go because it's been way too long. I don't really remember the last time I went. Yeah. And experience something just a little bit different. Yeah. No, I get that, dude. I get that. That's cool. Uh, So for me, it's weird. Okay, so I went to Walt Disney World when I was seven. That was the first time that I went. And I hated it. I don't know if I ever told you this. <laughs> you didn't. I genuinely hated it because as a kid, I was afraid of mannequins. And I was like, okay, here was my fear, legit. So when I was growing up, I always thought like, if I stared at a mannequin too, you know, like when you like look in the corner of your room too long in a dark corner, like eventually you'll start to see stuff. For Mm -hmm. me, I felt like if I stared at a mannequin long enough, I could see it moving and it freaked me out. So you take a seven-year-old kid who's afraid of mannequins and the possibility that they move and you bring them to Disney World where it's all animatronics. (laughs) It's all things that like move when you get closer to them and stuff like that. So Excuse me. I'm not going to say that I like, I'm not going to say that I hated it. Like I enjoyed it. I'm glad that I went all that sort of stuff. But like I was scared of everything. I was scared (laughs) of Peter Pan. Fair enough. Uh, I was scared of like every ride. We This is like pre-YouTube. So they're like POVs wasn't like a normal thing. Like Mm -hmm. now, like I went with my younger siblings a few years ago, took them for the first time. And it was like, well, make sure they watch videos first so they can brace themselves. No, you just go into this. (laughs) You lock yourself into this ride vehicle, go into a dark room and just pray for the best. Right. Uh, and I remember, so I did, I also went to Universal on that trip. I don't remember a ton. The only things I remember was, I remember going on Jaws, and there was this scene in Jaws where you went into this shack, and it closed, and it was like super dark in there, so I panicked during yeah. that. And back then, they had Twister ride it out, where they like recreated a, a tornado. So we walk in, and there were like two giant like mechanical barn doors that would close behind you when you went in. And as they were closing, I sprinted out. <laughs> so it's one of those things like as the door shut, like the ride is supposed to initiate and stuff where like yeah. my mom had to convince 
the person that was working there to like let her out so she can come and find me because I had just run out. Like I completely disrupted the entire ride experience for however many people were in there. That is awesome. Yeah. So that was that. And then when I moved to California, I moved to California in 2018. Uh, actually I moved there in 2017 in, tw- in 2018, before I moved to North Carolina, I had been in, uh, California for about a year and I was like, I can't leave California without going to Disneyland. Yeah. Like, that's, the thing right so the day before i moved away from california i went to disneyland and i was like crap i love it (laughs) and i like totally fell in love with it and i was heartbroken because i'm like dang it i'm never gonna be able to do this again because i'm moving but i knew that there was disney world on the east coast so yeah my love for disney actually started at disneyland that's like kind of where i caught the bug and then was like yeah i'm in and then i went through like a really weird phase of like being full sin disney adult i feel like having a podcast about theme parks makes you a disney adult no matter how much you want to try to deny it welcome to the club but that's it yeah so (laughs) when i moved to the east coast um yeah i had i had met my now my wife at the time we were dating and we were like we should go to disney world together but before that like some like we ended up going back to california for a wedding while we were there went to disneyland that's where she caught the bug so we both kind of did that and then Later on that year, we went to Disney Walt Disney World. I ended up proposing on that trip, so like that became like a soft spot for me. Yeah. Uh, and then once we were married, was actually that's when we went to Universal. Mm-hmm. And dude, I was like so sold out for Disney. Thought it was the greatest place ever. Still do think like in a lot of ways it's the greatest place ever. But then when I went to Universal, like my eyes opened so much. And to be fair, prior to that, I was not a thrill seeker by any means. So when I got to Universal, Universal was kind of like my gateway drug into like uh, more thrilling attractions and stuff like that. Yeah. And so that's kind of when the pendulum started sw- shifting a little bit for me. We're going to do our rankings here in a minute and you're going to be able to see just how much that's like infiltrated the way that I view the parks and stuff like that. But yeah, that's kind of my story and how I got into things. So over the course of this podcast, we're going to cover a lot of ground. We're going to talk about some of the history. We're going to talk about uh planning and travel tips we're probably going to get into just like dreaming a little bit about like how we think the parks could be better all that sort of junk um but i think a good place for people to know where we stand where we are the reason why you're the magic the reason why i'm the adventure is to just rank the parks yep so let's go into the rules explain the rules of this ranking for us real quick tim before we get into it yeah so each of us we've been to uh both parks at universal orlando uh, so Universal Florida, Islands of Adventure, all four Walt Disney World parks, as well as the two parks over in Disneyland. We've not done Hollywood. No. So Universal Hollywood or any of the international parks yet. Yes. Uh, you will be soon. Yeah, going we're going to... Paris. Yeah. At the time of recording this, we are two weeks away from our Disneyland Paris trip. So super Sweet. excited about that. Very envious. But here's how it's going to work. Start at the bottom at number eight, all the way to number one, which is going to be our favorite. Uh, And then we've also tacked on our best and worst attractions at each park. So this could get... I'm excited because I don't know what you said at all. And if I'm completely honest with you, I don't know fully my rankings yet. I have an idea in my head. I have everything (laughs) open in front of me. We're just going to do this in real time and see how it goes. But You're going to do this in real time. I planned ahead. You planned ahead. Because you're a planner. You're better than me. (laughs) Yeah. No, we get that. You're also going to learn. Yeah. Listeners, you're going to learn that Tim is uh, way more 
prepared for all of this than I am. But okay, uh, sweet. Let's go ahead, strap on our seatbelts, pull on the yellow tab. We're going to dive into this, and it's going to be awesome. Let's have a ride. All right. Tim, I think you should kick us off because I'm still trying to figure out what my number eight you're, you're is. Trying to figure I'm out still what trying to lock it in. I think I know what it is, right, but I don't mine, know. Mine is, uh, I got to go Universal Florida. I hate that this is last because like tribalist. other, yeah, <laughs> sure, go for it. Um, there's a lot that needs help. Mm. Granted, I've not seen Minions Land yet, so that might help a little bit, but like it needs help. <laughs> so okay for that's, context that's, that's where i stand for context let's that's just true. let's be fair that's how true. much experience do you have in universal florida not 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 a lot couple hours honest. a couple hours we did one park hopping day at least that you remember like yeah from being a kid and stuff you don't remember stuff from yeah, it yeah, but. Yeah. and also for context that means my best and worst is a little skewed mm. well best is i'd say fairly accurate worst is a little skewed because there is I'm sure worst ones than this. Yeah, so this is important to, to mention. So when we went, I was kind of like, for lack of better term, like I'm the only one that had like real universal experience. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let's go. And then like because we were park hopping, we didn't have like all day no. to hit everything. So I was like, in my mind, this ride sucks. So let's skip it. So you yeah. only experience what I think are the best attractions in yeah. that park. So my so, worst is like probably a C tier. I'm interested to hear. I'm really interested I to hear. Hate, what you I hate that I'm putting this one last, dude. It's the worst. But uh, oh gosh, I'm so nervous. Yeah, my worst attraction. I hate. I hate putting this. I'm gonna have to go Jason Bornstein. Oh my there. gosh. I oh have my to. gosh. Because I mean, to be fair, if that's your worst at universal orlando then it's only bad i mean that means the other ones are pretty good because i think that one's but like in thinking of the attractions we did which is you know the hogwarts express really enjoyed that i liked men in black a lot just because i enjoyed that style Mm -hmm. of attraction i enjoyed transformers and then you know revenge of the mummy i think there's a few there's one or two others that we did i don't remember 100 but like of the ones we did, I know there are worse attractions at Universal Florida. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Okay, so don't kill me, please. <laughs> don't come at him. So first episode. We're starting time, off hot, man. Yeah. <laughs> the next time the next time I go back, I'm gonna do a lot more. Yeah. Um hundred percent and spend a full day at both. But uh yeah, that's my my worst. My gotcha. best, I feel like I redeem myself here for it. What's your favorite? Uh, favorite is Revenge of the Mummy. Dude, nice. It is nice. It is. It's yeah. It impressed the heck out of me. That was my first time riding. It was on that trip as well because it had yeah. been through a really long refurbishment yeah, process yeah, yeah. before that, so mm-hmm. I didn't even get to try it. But yeah, that was dope. No, it was. My mind was blown the entire time, and it was a good amount of theming and intensity, and it's just everything you want from a coaster of that style. And it was, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, and hit it up. Uh, this might be surprising. Um, uh, don't kill me here, please. I don't know if I'm going to kill you with number eight. I'm probably going to kill you with number seven. But oh, number fantastic. eight, uh, Universal Studios Florida is also my number eight. Okay. Uh, my biggest gripe, at least with the state of the park right now, there's just so many screen-based rides. Oh, 100%. When me and my wife went for the first time in, I can't remember if it was 21 or 22, it was 21. Mm-hmm. Dude, we like 
by like the third one, she was like, oh, let me guess. I have to grab 3D glasses and we're going to move on this motion simulator. Like, yeah, it's just so copy and paste. Like so many of the rides feel the same Mm -hmm. with just like a little bit of like, oh, you're watching a different movie this time. I love the park overall. Don't get me wrong. I do think there's some pretty decent theming. I think there's really yeah. good food in the park. I think there's a, like, just the energy of that park I think is really cool. But, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, dude. The, all the screen-based ride, whatever. Okay, so with that, <laughs> before I get, like, too ranty, on that <laughs> note, my least favorite ride in this park, I have two. Go for them. Okay, my, like, definitive least favorite is the Simpsons ride. I've not done that, so it makes me motion sick, and I don't get motion sick. That's it's the weird. only ride that like makes me feel a little off and like weird when I get off of it. Simpsons um, is a little off and weird, but that's besides. Yeah, the point. and like so, what's also the other reason why it earned its spot in the last place is because one of the few rides I remember from going as a kid was Back to the Future. So the Simpsons ride replaced Back to the Future, and I'm still a little bit bitter about that. So as you should be. I think next year or in two years, Fox loses the right or Universal loses the rights to use the Simpsons in their park. So I'm really interested to see what they do. I would not be mad if they like retrofitted it back to Back to the Future. That would be nobody would be mad about that. No, Um, and it's even heartbreaking because like the ride in the the portion of the park itself, like the Simpsons part, I feel like the theming in that park is so dope. Like you genuinely feel like you walked into an episode of the Simpsons, but yeah, the ride is the ride is cheeks. Um, (laughs) my favorite ride. This one's a little bit tough because I do have some that I, that I really like here. Mummy's a good one, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to go escape from green gods. Ooh, I Diagon Alley is probably going to be my favorite ride there. Like, I just love the whole experience Mm -hmm. from the beginning, going down in the elevator. That's like not really an elevator. I think (laughs) I'd love to know, like, from people listening to this, if it's if you think it's a real elevator or not. I'm pretty sure it's not. It just I I don't understand why the elevator ride's so long if it's fake. It feels like I think it is partially. Yeah, it probably moves you like some, but not as far as you think it does. Yeah, because it goes up, right? No, it just goes oh, down. Just so it's like it's down, bringing right. you down into the right, caverns. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my bad. Which, I thought if it went up, that would make sense because of where the scaffold, like all the stuff Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, this ride is just, it's perfect from beginning to end. Like when you it's walk great. into Diagon Alley, first thing you see the dragon on time. First of all, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, so let me preface with that. But like you see the dragon, uh, you go into the bank, one of the best cues on Universal property is like walking into the bank. That's really cool. Really good. Um, And just the way that it utilizes like, it's like roller coaster. And yes, you do have screens. That is a part of it, which Mm -hmm. is just universal going to (laughs) universal. But like, I just feel like it's, it incorporates it so well. So uh, yeah, that's probably going to be, if it's not that one, it's going to be revenge of the money mummy. But yeah, I think that one's dope. I feel like both of us were pretty gracious with our number eights. I feel like yeah. as we get closer to number one, that's where more of the crap talk's going to happen. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> where we're going to like start, yeah. I'm already hearing on one of your least favorite attractions. You already know because and I'm so vocal yep, about it already. You are. It's going yeah. to get heated but, in here right. real quick. All right, Tim, number seven. What's your number, number seven, seven part? Number seven for me, uh, I, I hate this oh, so man. much. Animal Kingdom. Wow. Okay. Animal Kingdom's number seven. All right. It neat, like... That's a little surprising. I love Joe Rody and the theming and all that stuff is done extremely well. Joe Rody is the goat. Joe Rody is one of the goats. There's a lot of goats. Joe Rody's my goat. Oh, trust me. He's phenomenal. Um, 
but it just it needs a little something extra mm. and i think like with the inclusion of south america which by the way disney if you are listening to this uh can we get an up attraction please in Ooh. that area that would be fantastic because paradise falls is in south america that and would you be already dope. have up in the park so add it please that's a tangent Dang, but that would be dope i'm um, here for it yeah just i think it needs a little more like i spend a good amount of time there but it needs it needs a little something extra for it to be a full day park for me. i was gonna ask you if you consider it a half day park i think it's more of a half day park okay like I'll, I'll use my next trip as an example going to animal kingdom gonna spend as much time as i can gonna say my last goodbye to dinosaur and then also from there head over to jollywood nights do you think dinosaurs getting the indie treatment if it does that'll be awesome Indy is a phenomenal Indy's attraction. Indy's so good. Although I prefer the pre-show for Dinoland. I always Dinosaur, get though. I always get jealous of my wife because her first Disney attraction ever was Indiana Jones in Disneyland. And I'm like, dang, that's such a good way to start. Yeah, it was going to be mine, but it was closed. Mm. Um, oh, well, right. it crashed as normal. <laughs> but uh, anyways, let me get into my worst uh, attraction here. I gotta go Navi River Journey. To be honest. Ooh. That might be a take. And I know Triceratops Spin exists. Yeah. I've not done it for obvious reasons. I think it's fair to exclude rides that we just know are buns. Like, yeah. if it's not good, let's not even, like, entertain that with a yeah. spot. Yeah. I'm like, do I really want to ride Dumbo 4.0, but this time it's a Triceratops? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, Dumbo's a classic. It serves its purpose, though. Like, yes. in a park, you need family rides. Yeah, I get why it's there. Not like Navi River Journey, like low key hot take, both that and Flight of Passage accomplish the same thing of mm. exploring Pandora. And I think Flight of Passage does that thousand times better. Interesting. Um but like the animatronics cool slash slightly creepy. It's so cool. Um I genuinely was like, that's a human. But everything else is low key kind of boring. My issue with Navi River Journey isn't the ride itself, it's the weight. That's it's true not too. worth whatever the nope. wait is for it nope. anytime. I, I think it's a cool that. ride, but I would never wait more than probably 20, 25 minutes for it. No, me neither, 100%. Uh, my favorite, though, and this 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 one is one of the best in, at Walt Disney World, yeah. is Expedition Everest. Oof. I would put Flight of Passage, yeah, but bold. there's just something about that's bold. Expedition Everest for me. It's, in my opinion, one of the most perfect coasters because you have the right mix of thrill and you have great theming, and then on top of that, you have Disco Yeti. We love him <laughs> very much. Uh, but I wish time, I could have experienced the Yeti in A mode, dude. Dude, me too. It breaks my heart. Me too. But I'm with you, bro. The theming, Expedition Everest is my favorite queue. I'm oh, pretty sure. 100%. I'm pretty sure it's my 100%. favorite queue in Florida. It's so Ooh. good. I want to go in when like the ride's not operating or like mm. if there's not a line and just like walk around and like follow the story and all that sort of stuff. We'll probably do a story episode on like what's going on in the traction. Yeah. That's that's one of the shows we talked about doing was like so many of these rides have great theming and great backstories, but you can't really like on a roller coaster, you can't really pick up the story, no. right? There's like all this lore behind the scenes that nobody knows about. And so I think we're going to do a series where um, we look at some of those rides and some of the stories behind them. So I'm really excited about that because this yeah. is one that, yeah, the, the queue is like, once you realize what's going on, you're like, dang, this is really dope. Yeah. The only thing is I wish I can ride it at night. Mm. That'd be the only thing. Yeah. But it is a phenomenal, phenomenal attraction. I absolutely love it. Yeah. All right. You ready to get spicy, Tim? Oh, no. 
Here's my number seven. Oh, jeez. Here's if my hear, number seven. If I hear this word, give it. I'm going with Epcot, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, is that turn, what you turn, thought I was going to say? Turn the mic off. I knew that. Is that what you thought I was going to say? Epcot is my number seven. I hate it. Uh, which, to be fair, okay, if you drop me in Epcot, I'm going to have a great day. Okay, so let me just get that out of the way. Like, this isn't me saying it's a horrible park. That's not you it. You are saying that. That's not what I'm saying. Was... It's not a horrible <laughs> park. Universal Orlando, I think, is almost a horrible park. It has redeeming qualities. Epcot, overall, is solid. Yeah. Um, I will admit, so I've only been to Epcot twice, and that's a part of the problem. Yes. So the first time that I went, this is how I know it's my least favorite park, like, for real, or, like, my number seven least favorite uh, I technically got engaged in Epcot, and well, technically not, but no. Epcot adjacent, and it, it was still our least favorite park day on that trip. <laughs> so the reason why <laughs> the reason why we we are big rides people, mm-hmm. um, and I personally feel like until recently the ride lineup at Epcot was lacking. That's fair. I'll that's, give you that. That's my personal thing. So. Uh, I'll also tell you this, the way we did it was like, we would like go do a ride, go visit World Showcase, do a ride. And we were back and forth. And because of that, we didn't really experience anything. Like we really didn't go into any of the world pavilions. Like the first time I went through the pavilions was actually with you on our trip that we went on. I know what I'm doing. That's where the, (laughs) that's where the, if it wasn't for that trip, Epcot would have been my number eight. I believe it. Legit. Um, So yeah, I feel like, going through the world showcase like actually getting to eat a lot of the food drink a lot of the drinks like it's that's where it's at but yeah the the ride lineup was a little little lacking for me so that's fair i'll go ahead and and give you mine uh probably my least favorite ride there's so many (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't mean for it it to come out like that oh i just got stabbed (laughs) in the heart it's okay probably my least favorite ride Oh man. Uh I'm gonna say Grand Fiesta Tour Oof. is my least favorite ride in the Really? In the yeah. That surprised me. I, yeah. I thought you were gonna say Figment and I was about to okay, like, call no. you out. The only reason why so I'm thinking about this. So I almost didn't say Grand Fiesta Tour because the pavilion's really cool. Yes. Like the Mexico Pavilion is dope. It's, it's one of the best. It is one of the best. If not the best. Um it would be, okay, if they would allow me to bring a margarita onto the ride, it wouldn't have been my least favorite, but you can't bring drinks on. Uh the reason why I didn't say journey into imagination is because I knew nothing about it. And you're like, come on, let's go do it. And dude, it was the biggest acid trip. <laughs> like the memory of just like what is going on was the redeeming is, quality for that ride. That is the most greatest moment I've had at Epcot it ever. It was was getting to introduce you and the two other guys we were with Bruh. to that attraction and to Figment for the first time. It was the memory it was, was the memory is what redeemed it. Whereas Grand Fiesta Tour, I just think it's kind of boring and yeah. So um, and That's, then that shocks me. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. And then my favorite. Oh, I'm just I'm looking over the list of rides. I know what your least favorite is going to be when we get there. Uh-uh. Uh, my favorite ride in that park uh, is got to be Guardians cosmic rewind it's dude it's so flipping good it's It's ridiculous so for a long time my favorite disney attraction ever was space mountain Mm -hmm. and space mountain has moved way down the list for me now because i feel like cosmic rewind is what space mountain should be or what it would have been had it been created in 2022 like like cosmic rewind was so um yeah that's gonna be my number one yeah i respect it yep 
All right, we're Don't now like your position of of Epcot, but we'll move past it's, that. Man, if we have time, we'll maybe one day we'll do like a deep dive on the parks, and like you'll actually be able to hear our like full fleshed out opinions. But we're approaching the thirty minute mark here, so we're gonna <laughs> we're on number six, so we're gonna keep it moving. It's kind of my fault. I talk a lot, but all right. Um, okay, so Tim, what's your number six? Number six. This one could kind of flip back and forth between number five. I'm gonna put California Adventure. Oh, at number six. Okay. Um, I enjoyed my time. I liked it. Cars Land amazing yeah avengers campus i really enjoyed and pixar pierce fun it need like same thing with animal kingdom i think it could somewhat be a half day potentially okay. yep but like i enjoyed my time there but i think it just needs a little a little extra a little extra something i feel that uh worst attraction there uh i didn't do everything when i went which i'm a little upset about uh so I didn't do any like the terrible fair rides like the Zephyr. Mm, yeah, or, I'm, you're not missing anything. You know, like I said, those are ones that I don't even consider like. Yeah, they're not Disney tier rides. No. You know, like you expect to find those at a fair or something. So hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I think it's Luigi's. Okay, I've never done that one. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's you're dancing. I think the biggest thing for me is like it spins a ton, mm. and I'm like, I'm not the you biggest out on that spinny person in yeah. the world, and so it's. It was okay. Does it feel like the portion... So whenever I see that ride, again, I've never been on it. I yeah. think of that scene with Daisy in... Uh, Runaway Railway. Runaway Railway. Is it? Does it feel like that? Uh, Kind of. Okay. But it's more like unison. So it's like you and then like another gotcha. car or two that are like yeah. dancing in a sense. And I put that in like quotations a little mm. bit. But I mean, it's... It's it's there. It's to add to Cars Land, and so yeah. the queue was awesome because you actually got to go into Luigi's shop, which is awesome. Yep, and see all the references. But is what it is. No, I love that. Uh, best is easily Radiator Springs Racers. Oh, dude, a doubt. it's yeah, such a great attraction. It is phenomenal. Such and a great attraction. As much as I'm excited for Test Track to be World of Motion esque, mm-hmm. uh. I would not have been mad if it was cars themed. Dude, yeah. Yeah. It was It's just phenomenal. done so well, man. Like mm-hmm. the story, the like animatronics. Relax. Oh my gosh, the animatronics are unreal, dude. They're so good. Yeah. Um yeah, the way it goes from like chill to like kind of thrilling in there. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, okay, so where am I? I'm at my number six. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna take I feel like this is like a fantasy football draft. <laughs> uh I'm gonna take this this is where this is where Animal Kingdom is going to go for me. Okay. At number 6. Again, I love the park. Never a bad day in Animal Kingdom. But yeah, I always reach this moment when like especially if you rope drop Animal Kingdom and you can get there pretty early and like hit the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um there comes this moment where you're like, "Oh, dang, we did everything." Like that's it, you know? Um mm-hmm. because we are rides people, we like bounce pretty quickly through the rides and so um yeah. So, uh okay, so that's that's going to be my number 6. Six, my least favorite attraction in this park, probably Cali River Rapids. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say Cali River Rapids. I actually, I do, there's not a lot of rides in this park. I like no. almost all of them. Um, Cali River Rapids, though, is just, if I'm going to get wet on a water ride, like, it's got to be worth it. And to me, it's just not worth it. Like, That's fair. it's fun if you go with, like, a group of friends and you're like, oh, which one of us is going to get soaked? But, like, it's just a standard run-of-the-mill kind of off-the-shelf rapid ride uh i like the one at california adventure a lot more grizzly yeah. river run yeah um 
so yeah, Cali River Rapids is going to be my least favorite, and I am with you as well. I'm going to say uh, Expedition Everest is my favorite. Again, big nod to Flight of Passage. It's super innovative and like nothing you're ever going to experience anywhere else. But like, dude, Flight of Passage is uh, the ride is great. Everything leading up to that, like the queue is cool. Don't get me wrong, but like the pre-show when you like stand in that room and the guy, the like super cringy guy that everybody memes on the internet, like and, that's really uh, annoying. Fly yeah yeah uh expedition everest yeah start to finish the moment you get in the queue the story starts it's great full of thrills um great i love going up the lift hill and seeing uh spaceship earth off in the distance that's like one of my my favorite favorite moments (laughs) yeah because you don't like heights but yeah that's a that's a really cool one for me so yeah coming in at number six epcot all right number five Hollywood Studios oh okay i'm putting that there okay um my biggest gripe with this park other than it feels like the smallest park, um, which fun fact is actually Magic Kingdom, which makes no sense. To me. Yeah, that's wild. To me. Um, it feels small, and then the rides. There's a lot of really good rides at this park, but they all have like extreme weights, mm. and so it's like I feel like it's the busiest park. Mm-hmm. It feels like it is. I'm sure Magic Kingdom is probably busier each day. But, but it feels like, yeah, but there's more to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they need to add a little extra something there at some point. Um, I say that, I guess, with a lot of these. But that being said, I enjoy my time. Like, I love Hollywood Studios. I love, that's probably my second favorite park at Walt Disney World. Yeah. At night. Okay. Because I'm a sucker for neon. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, at night. It's super it's, cool. It's fantastic. Is it Hollywood Boulevard it. when you're like approaching uh, Tower of Terror? Sunset. Sunset. Sunset Hollywood yeah. Boulevard is kind of like their main street. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super dope. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, least favorite attraction there, um, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Oh, it's my gosh, bro. Not Worst ride on Disney property. Not good. Worst ride on Disney property, Um, hands down. The animatronic is cool. I've never felt more trapped in a room than I did. (laughs) For Lightning McQueen. I should call my wife in here and have her talk about, oh my gosh. Yeah. What a waste of space. It's just there. And it's on top of that, it's like, we're not even here to do anything. We're here to just watch you do stuff. And it's just, it's not. The entire time you sit in there, you're like, is this it? In the entire time, the ride just looks back at you and is like, yeah. This, Not this even the ride. Like, the back of Lightning McQueen looks at you and goes, yeah, you got to deal with this for 10 more minutes. Yeah, it's not It's not good at all. It's actually the worst. Uh, going from worst to best now uh, is Rise of the Resistance. It's... Oh, okay. That's a given. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. As a Star Wars fan, regardless of how you feel about the sequels, um, even for me, it's like, this is awesome. Mm. Like yeah. my childhood dream come true to step into the world of Star Wars and just the technical level and just everything they did. It's practically perfect in every way. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's phenomenal. I absolutely love it. I'm struggling, Tim. Uh-oh. Because I'm at that point where with <laughs> all of these, I'm like, I can't say that's number five. Like, surely that's not the worst one that we have left. <sighs> I got to go DCA. It's got to be California Adventure. Yeah. Yeah, um, That hurts a lot because I have a lot of really good memories in DCA. Mm -hmm. Um, DCA is the most 
in my opinion, I feel the most chill park, not in the sense of like atmosphere and stuff, but I feel like you can just go to DCA with a group of friends without an agenda and just like coast, you know, like I feel in my mind, I feel like it doesn't need a lot of planning. Um, I'll agree with that. Like there's just not as much stuff to do there. So you can like take a pretty leisurely pace. I feel like the food's really good. That's true. Um, So you can like sit and just people watching that park a lot. So, but yeah, I'm going to have to go. DCA just because the other ones are this isn't a knock on how bad California Adventure is it's an exclamation of how good the other parks are if that makes sense like the yeah. other ones are just too good to put in the number five spot so uh, I have you've been more recently than me so like when I went Avengers Campus didn't even exist yet um, so I can't really like speak into much of that or like anything that I remember from that my least favorite ride in this park is probably I mean, we said we were going to eliminate, like, the swings and all that sort of stuff. If you want to put those, if you've written I'm it. not. That just feels like a waste of, like, yeah, like, obviously the swings aren't great. Bro, this, I'm looking at the list now. This this one's got some bangers. Yeah, I mean, you got There's Mission some Breakout and really Coaster. Really good rides in this park. If I had to pick one that I would say was my least favorite, um... I don't know. I've never done the pal around, so I can't really say that. If I have to go just off of rides that I've been on, and even this, like I love this ride, but Little Mermaid, probably my least favorite there. I love Little Mermaid. I I like that ride a lot. Um, I think it's better in Magic Kingdom than it is there. I don't know if I agree with that. I like both of them. I mean, they're pretty much carbon copies of each other. Yeah. My, yeah, it's just like, like Little Mermaid actually is on my like must hit list, whether I'm in Animal Kingdom or in Magic Kingdom or DCA. Uh, but it's probably my least favorite that's on the list. If I had to give my actual favorite, uh, this is tough. I'm tied between. Dude, I don't think this should have been my number five. Can we get weird? Can I change my number five? I mean, I'm looking at the list of attractions. There's literally none that I don't like. Can I change my number five and ruin your day, Tim? If you say eight. Um, my number five might be Magic Kingdom, dude. <laughs> All right. Okay. I weird. felt. Okay. Okay. Weird. Nope. I got to be honest with you. I didn't say Magic Kingdom because I could feel your judgment. But looking at Magic Kingdom compared to DCA, no. There are so many rides in Magic Kingdom I could skip and not miss like be sad about it dca if i miss any of these i'm gonna be upset like i said little mermaid was my least favorite if i miss it i'm gonna be upset magic kingdom there's so many attractions that i never need to do again in my life (laughs) now what's tough is is like the park is dope Mm -hmm. like it is nostalgia central but like i don't know i don't know if we count like we're talking attractions overall right like so not just rides so like Tiki Room, if I never did it, I'm fine. Swiss Family Treehouse, never did it, I'm fine. I've never been on Jungle Cruise. If I never hit it, I'm fine. Like, I'm chill. I can feel the, like, <laughs> blood boiling in you right now. This is People are not going to listen to this podcast because <laughs> of my takes on all these rides. My least favorite, let's go ahead and get it out of I the way. I recenter everything. Let's get it out of the way. The oh, People geez. Mover is the dumbest attraction <laughs> I've ever been on. This is going to get us canceled. Ooh. We're never going to get sponsored. Disney's Ooh, never going to have man. us out for anything. 
A people mover is it's literally called the people mover. That's a car. That's a large van. That's anything. That's an, esca- an escalator is a people mover. Get this junk out of here. It's worst I, take this is the time. part that we should have recorded for social media and just post it and be like, expect more of this on the pod. Um, worst take of all time. Dude, people right mover there. is when people try to get me on it, I get so angry. I'm like, it's just such a waste of time. If I have to wait more than 10 minutes to get on it too, no, I, I wish I could throw you off. You I'm sorry. Have been there I'm getting reopened. <laughs> I'm getting. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Well, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm getting everybody. angry. This is the proper placement. This is where <laughs> this should have been. Um, okay. So people move from my least favorite. My favorite attraction in Magic Kingdom is probably. I'm gonna say Space Mountain. It gets the. Uh, it gets the nostalgia bit for me. Mm-hmm. Space Mountain is the first what I would consider to be adult roller coaster that I went on. Um, yeah. I had always done like kitty coasters and stuff before. I know Space Mountain is like a family coaster, but it was the first one that's like big, you know, that no, I've ever sure. done. So um, yeah, don't hear me say that I hate Magic Kingdom. That's not true. I can go in Magic Kingdom kind of similar to like what I was saying about DCA. I can go in Magic Kingdom and hang out all day and have a great time, but I mm-hmm. don't have to do all the rides. Like, if certain rides just get a really long wake time, I'm like, I'm out. I, I have no... Like, Peter Pan's Flight. Love Peter Pan's Flight. I will almost pass it up every time because it's always an hour plus wait. And I'm just like, it's just not worth it to me. So... Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Are you good, Tim? No. You still want to do this? Uh, okay. Sure. All right. Magic Kingdom, you're out of there. Sorry. Uh, Number four. Moving in. I'm going to put Islands of Adventure here. Oh. Number four. Okay. Um... And it's probably because I've not done everything okay. there that it is at number four. Got you. Um, and also, I love these other three parks. Yeah, I feel that. Um, it would but, be, you wouldn't yeah. be the magic if uh, if a universal park made your, the top of your list yeah, or even broke into the true. top three. So that's I feel that. That's very true. Um, yeah. For sure. But uh, worst attraction there, it's 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 Kong. Um okay it's 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 just that's a valiant i can respect that the animatronic at the end is it awesome. makes the ride if it weren't for that there would 100%. never be a wait yeah um and the theming of it is really dope that queue is it's for such awesome. a dark queue it's surprising how good it is yeah yeah but golly it's it's just it screens Big screen attraction is nothing special. That's real. I feel um, that. Best rides, Hagrid's, oh, without a doubt. So good. Without a doubt. So good. And granted, this is because I've not done Velocicoaster. If you're wondering why, I was unsure about you know no, inversions at the time. I will rectify this wrong. I promise. One of the things I'm really excited to do on this podcast is to get your takes. Once you like, there's so many rides you haven't done. True. Like you, you, bro, you have grown so much. Like I was with you the first <laughs> time you went on Tower of Terror. That was just such a proud moment for me. <laughs> proud um, moment for me too, to be honest. Yeah, no, as it should be. So I'm really excited to document through the podcast you yeah. experiencing a lot of these rides for the very first time. Yeah. Um. But Hagrid's was again same thing with like the Mummy and a few others. Spectacular theming spectacular theming and just the ride itself was just incredible the seats were fantastic yeah 
the thrills, the unexpected moments, which oh. I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil oh, it for a few so, people. I feel like the people that, who are listening to this podcast are like fans, but also I get yeah, it. Yeah, if you if haven't you, experienced it if yet, you've not you experienced to. it, you have to. It's so great yes, going in blind. It is extremely fast, but it is it is awesome. Yeah. It is an extremely well done coaster. It might be right now my favorite coaster in wow like ever that that says a lot it's between that or a cosmic rewind which we'll get into later yeah it's it's phenomenal no that's really cool that's really cool no that's great i can respect that okay i'm gonna go ahead and put dca right here uh i already talked about it i said my least favorite it's probably gonna be little mermaid my favorite would probably be um man like i said this park's got so many bangers dude but i think my favorite i'm probably this might be a shock to you Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go Mission Breakout. Oh, I respect it. Mission Breakout is really, really good. I've only done it once. I was terrified as all <laughs> get out to get on it. There's a great story Thanks. about it, which I'm sure you'll hear at some point. Um, but dude, yeah, I I love Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I think with both of these attractions, this one and the one at Epcot, like the soundtrack, obviously, the characters, obviously, the ride system in both is just incredible. Yes. Um, I think there's got enough to set it apart from Tower of Terror that like I w- I've when I lived in California, I talked to a lot of people who were mad that Tower of Terror was gone. But then when they went on Mission Breakout, they're like, no, this is fine. Like, it's different enough of a ride that it still stays true to the original, but like, it feels like a new experience. Arguably a better experience. You can argue until the cow come home better. on that. I think it's better. I do too. Um, I feel like, okay, so I never went on Tower of Terror in Hollywood. I feel like, or in California rather, I feel like. If both of them still existed, I would just compare them to the two. But because it's Mission Breakout, I feel like it's unique enough that it feels like two different attractions. Yeah, like if 100%. you've been on Tower of Terror, you have not been on Mission Breakout, and vice versa. Yeah, um, it's not just a reskin. Pulley it's, system, yeah. is ridiculous. And yeah, it's just great story. It's awesome. I love that one too. So yeah, Incredicoaster would get the one A here. Like, it's also dope. That one is a fun one. It's also really cool. So It's not super chaotic, um, but it's a blast. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's my number five. I respect it. I respect is that it. five or four? That's four. That was four. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're doing a little bit better than uh, that. Yeah. Number number three here. Uh, this is where I'm putting Magic Kingdom on the list. Wow, okay. Uh, this is the most nostalgic park for me. Um, that's, imp- that's wild to me. Yeah. We'll we'll get into reasons why. For I think these, I've seen you cry in Magic Kingdom. I'm pretty uh, sure, maybe potentially. If you've watched me watch Happily Ever After, then probably maybe because uh, okay. that is the greatest fireworks show of all time. Uh, thank God it's back. But thank that God. being said, uh, I love Magic Kingdom. If they didn't have Happily Ever After, Magic Kingdom would have been my eight. <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. You're just saying that to try to gaslight me here. I am. Um, Worst attraction in Magic Kingdom, I gotta go Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Okay. To be honest. Okay. I like it, but like it's it is a, it's a clone in the same park too, mm-hmm. which is yeah. But as a fan of Aladdin, the movie, it needs more love. Uh it just doesn't one of move the other, it to Epcot, move it to Morocco. One of the other things we talked about doing on the pod was to like dream about like attractions that we think would be awesome that don't actually exist mm-hmm. yet. The fact that there's not an Aladdin dark ride blows my mind. Give me an Aladdin coaster. 
Okay. Give me a dark ride coaster okay. from the scene in the Cave of Wonders when they're trying to escape. I'm down. Give me that as a coaster. I'm and down. I'll be happy. It would make a good. I mean, at this, uh, it gets weird when you start cloning ride systems, right? But like a flight of passage, sort of something would be cool. I see that a coaster. Cool. Coaster would be dope. Yeah, I just think a dark ride would be would be sick. Facts. It needs it needs more love. That's one of my yeah. favorite animated movies of all time. So that's probably yeah. why I'm. I a might watch biased, a light in the night. It's such a good movie. It's so good. Thanks, Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh, best. I'm gonna go. I might surprise you with this one. Okay. I'm gonna go Haunted Mansion. I don't think that's a surprise. I think you're literally no. wearing a Haunted Mansion shirt. Right? That's true. <laughs> I am. But like, where but, does Pirates rank? Is Pirates like your two, tricky. or is it further down the list? One A. Okay. I think. Would that uh, have been your one if it weren't people for People Movers too. Oh um, my gosh! <laughs> I quit. Uh, you made me quit first, so the, <laughs> we're in the same boat now. Uh, but I love like having seen both now. Mm-hmm. I enjoy both for what they are. I think the one in uh, Liberty Square is a little more creepy. Okay. In my opinion, I think it fits more of the sort of haunted house aesthetic. Yeah. I so I actually well. Okay, I'll go ahead and give you my my number three, um, because it kind of ties in with that. But my number yeah. three is going to be Disneyland. Whoa! Um, I, I love the park. Don't get me wrong. I one hundred percent love the park. You're going to learn about me when you when we talk about our our top two. Um, but what I was going to say was, I actually like the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland a little bit more. I'm from New Orleans. That's probably a reason why. Like, no, and I totally get that. And it was my first experience. So I, I don't know if this is the case. I would love to hear from like people who are watching this and even from you. Like, I think you get a soft spot for whichever one you experience first. So that's fair. Because the first one that I went on was the one in Disneyland, that's why that's my favorite. I'll, and I so that. then when I see the one in Disney World, like even though I know the history and stuff like that, I'm like, this feels like a ripoff. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's not the case, but. Yeah. Still love the fact that they incorporated both mansions in the recent movie. That yeah. was dope. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So, uh, so my actual, like my least favorite and my favorite, I, this has to get put in somewhere and this is the only place where I can put it. So here we go. Uh, it's a small world. I hate small world so much <laughs> and because if because disneyland doesn't have a people mover small world is going to be my least favorite ride wait till they bring it back it's uh, wonderful. so here's day. here's a part of my reasoning <laughs> it kind of ties in with my favorite and this is really going to catch you off guard oh boy i know go. it's really going to catch. my favorite ride in disneyland is alice in wonderland I respect that. I love that attraction it's so, so much. Okay, so here's the reason why I hate uh, Small World so much. Yeah, First of all, me. I think it's just, I think it's boring. Song gets stuck in your head. What can I say that hasn't been said already? Shout out Sherman Brothers. But when I took my wife, my now wife, at the time we were just dating, we went to Disneyland. We had we had done both parks. We did Disneyland, we did DCA. We go into the park or we we so we we start in Disneyland, hit everything for the majority of the park. We go over to DCA, then we go back to Disneyland, and we're like, "Crap, park's about to close soon. We can only pick one more ride. Do you want to do Small World or do you want to do Alice in Wonderland?" And so we all agreed. Like we were there with some friends. We're like, "Small World is like quintessential Disney. Like you mm-hmm. can't go to Disney and not do Small World." Like. I will try to get out of riding Small World whenever I can. If I go with someone who's never been to Disney before, we have to ride it. Like, that's just... You got out of it last time, but we'll move past that. But 
everyone I think had done it already. I don't think there was anybody on the trip who hadn't done it. So we decided to do small world. And I just remember thinking like, this is the worst day, the worst way to end your day. Like your first time ever at Disney. It's it. And I just remember how good Alice in Wonderland was. So who knows? Maybe Alice isn't even as good as I remember it. Yeah. But I remember it being better than Small World. And so, but but no, seriously, like even think about Alice, like I'm not a, the biggest dark ride fan. I do appreciate a good dark ride. Um, Alice is probably my favorite dark ride that Disney has. Um, I respect it's, that. It's up there for it's sure. It's a fun one. Um, it's just a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. another really weird one. That one like goes outside for a little bit. You got like the two floors, the whole thing. So it's dope. Um, yeah, Alice in Wonderland, I'm going to say that that's my, my favorite ride in uh, in Disneyland. We're down to the last two. Number two. Got to give it so, to So hold on. So hold on. Do, do you want to reveal your number two or do you want to reveal your number one? Let's do your number two. Let's do two. Yeah. And then we'll, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Number two, I got to go experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Let, let me explain why I love Epcot. Of course. Um, one, this is also a park that I've spent a ton of time in. Um, and so... The older I've gotten, the more I've appreciated it. Because you can drink now. Partially. <laughs> partially, yes. Uh, but partially because of, I think, the history of it. Okay. Um, I'm a sucker for Disney history, and this is, like, loaded with it. But, man, I just, I love the atmosphere. Mm. I love the fact that you can go and experience, you know, different, small little tastes of different cultures um, through the World Showcase and try different food and also, it has the festivals, Festival of the Arts. That's true. Yep. Flower and Garden. Nope, that's good. Food and Wine Festival, greatest of them all. Candlelight the Processional. Holidays. Mad slept on. Facts. But the Candlelight Processional is dope, too. I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. When I when I go to Epcot, but I I like, I have to do a day at Epcot. It's required. I remember that me. was like a thing for you when we went to Orlando. We went to Orlando for a conference, um, and so we just tried to like squeeze in park trips whenever we could yeah and you were like hardcore like if i don't go to epcot this trip to orlando was a failure yeah like why do we even come here in the first place exactly so um but i i love the park and also i think it's just because like i'm a sucker for dark rides so that's my thing i love them i love the idea of them i think it's super cool are there a lot of dark rides there's a lot of dark rides i guess so yeah um but yeah no it's it's dope it's a favorite it's a favorite what's your opinion on ratatouille i liked it okay I, I like Ratatouille it. a lot. Yeah. I feel I like people it. gave it a hard time, but I'm a big fan. They gave it a hard time because of like, it opened along with the 50th and the 50th was kind of un- mm. like underwhelming. Um, and so that's Guilty by association. Like, guilty by association. Yeah, this is not that good. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And granted, Ratatouille is a phenomenal movie. So there's it is. that. It is. No, that's cool, but man. Worst ride. I got to go Mission Space here. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> this is the only ride that's made me sick. Dude, I've never felt so bad in my life than when I was like, Tim, get on Mission Space. It won't be that bad. And you it's, walked off and I was like, crap, what did I do? <laughs> it wasn't your fault at all. I, it was one I yeah. had to knock out at some point, And I'm, I'm proud of you I'm for doing it. I'm glad I did it. I still will probably never go on it again. Yeah. Uh, bring back Horizons. But, but uh, it just... It was, I mean, it was neat. It just, that's the first time I've gotten sick. And I think part of it was maybe I hadn't drank enough water or eaten or whatever, yeah. but it just, it, 
That's the only ride. I think there are people driving sick. around in their cars listening to this right now, like pointing at their radio because they're like, yes, I agree. Like, I don't think that catches anybody by surprise. No. Um, I feel like when we went on it, it was definitely worse than I remembered as far as like the feeling and stuff. Like why? It's a cool experience, but like why put yourself through that if you don't really have to, you know? Yeah. So I kind of feel that. Um, yeah. No, nah, that's real. The I wrong like worst answer here would be uh, living with the land, by the way. Um, no, I actually respect living with the land. It it was something I, know, I never too. did for the longest time because I felt I like it's it. like when you learn as the podcast goes on and people learn more about me. On paper, I should hate living with the land, but I actually really enjoyed it. No, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope to do the behind the seeds tour. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's dope. Yeah. Anyways, dope. best ride. Same with you. Cosmic Rewind. It's goaded by far. It's so good. Um, I it's oh. it's fantastic. Let's make some people Ooh. mad, Tim. Go for it. I want to know if you agree with this or not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm scared to say it. Here we go. Because Cosmic Rewind exists, Mm -hmm. I think they could get rid of Space Mountain. Ooh. See, I don't know about that, though. What gets weird is because of, like, potential, right? Like, if Space Mountain wasn't there, what could be in its place? But, like, Space Mountain is so iconic. Even Whoa. the, like, building structure, all that sort of stuff. It just, it it's, yeah. it's the center of Tomorrowland. So, mm-hmm. what would be in its place already exists at Magic Kingdom. So that's what they did with Shanghai. Oh, yeah. Because Shanghai doesn't have a tw- uh, Space Mountain. Yeah. So, that already negates that. Yeah. Um, I could see why, but Space Mountain is a quintessential... I feel like Space Mountain or Cosmic Rewind is just a better Space Mountain. Oh, I agree. So why do you need Space Mountain? But I get it too. Like you need both. I, I agree. I agree. I do think you need both. I'll give yeah. you that. Because um, who else is going to say in a high-pitched Mickey voice, Space Mountain? <laughs> um, you need to have that. I feel you. So, but yeah. Cosmic All right. Cosmic Rewind's goat. Are you good? Is that okay for yours? Oh, yeah. Does that work I'm, I'm for you? I'm chilling at number two. All right, sweet. My number two is going to be Hollywood Studios. I absolutely love this park so much. There's a um, lot. That same love. trip that we went on um, where it was like we only have time to go to one, like my one was Hollywood Studios. It was an insanely busy day, probably the busiest I've ever seen that park. Still yeah, had a great time. Oh, like, I too. Dude, I love that park so much. Um, I love the rides. I love... The feel of it. I'm Toy Story is my favorite Disney movie of all time. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's Toy Story Land is has a very special place in my heart. Even though it's, I'll admit, not the greatest land, but like I can just go there and just have the biggest smile on my face. Like I love it so much. Um, so with that, I will say my least favorite ride. I would say Racing Academy, but I'm not going to do that because you already said Racing Academy. So I mean, if you want to dog on it too, that's totally no. Totally I'm here cool. to make people mad, bro. Let's let's eliminate <laughs> Racing Academy, and I'll probably oh, I got two. Ooh, I got two that share I would say both. are my make least favorite. Double mad. I'll I'll share both. Either Smuggler's Run or Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Ooh, those would be the two that I would say are my least favorite. Ooh. Mickey and Minnie's. Every time I ride it, I ride it really wanting to like it. And I just struggle for a couple of reasons. I don't think it's a bad ride. I think for kids who are growing up right now, it's going to be quintessential Disney. I love the fact that Mickey mm-hmm. has his own ride in the park. Fast. I think it's great. I'm upset for a couple of reasons. One, I never rode great movie ride. And it's the one ride that like, if I could bring it back from the dead and experience it, that would be it. So that's a part of it. I'll give you that. Two, not a fan of this animation style. Me neither. So that 
loses points for me as well. Um, it, it doesn't feel if you're gonna give Mickey an attraction, use classic Mickey. That's just my personal take. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's cute, it's bright, it's vibrant. It feels like I'm getting beat up the entire time. Not like the ride system, but it's like so much sensory overload that like I kind of feel a little overwhelmed mm-hmm. when I'm in it. So, yeah. And then Smuggler's Run, I just feel is overrated personally. I think it's, it's I appreciate I appreciate what they tried to do with it. Um, I just think it falls a little short, especially like if you're not a pilot, ride's kind of whack no, in my opinion. Fair. So yeah, if you're not the pilot, yeah. Uh, but we can agree, Lightning McQueen's is by far the biggest waste of space on Disney property. That's- it's i have no idea how that made it so far through production and like actually like they spent money on it that's the part that blows my mind my favorite ride in the park would probably be this is another one where i have two i'm gonna say my definitive one is gonna be twilight zone tower of terror i'm gonna give that the the hardcore one my like one a would be um rock and roller coaster I like it. I yeah, like it. I love both of those rides so much. I am like more of the thrill seeker, um, and so those are those are great. Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. I have a lot of great memories on. Um, so that's one. Rock and Roller Coaster is one that um, it's just. I think it's, in my opinion, it's the most thrilling ride that Disney has. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. All right, number one. You only got one left. Yep, it's the original. It's Disneyland. Yeah, I had. Granted, I spent two days at Disneyland. Did you cry I at Disneyland? Um, so many of so much of this podcast is going to be me, like you mentioning Disney stuff, and I'm like, "Did you cry with that?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I did, but I definitely felt very sweet mm. being there. Yeah. Um. Again, Disney history. If I had any sort of semi tender moment, it would probably be going to the fire station and seeing the lamp. Mm. Um. Would probably be it, but man, I had a blast. That's dope, man. It was so much fun, and there's so much to do in such a kind of small space. Yeah. It's incredible, but no, I I absolutely love Disneyland. Least favorite ride, and I might get some flack for this because this is kind of a classic. I gotta go Autopia. Nope. It was almost mine. The only reason why it wasn't my least favorite is because I've never ridden it, because it looks like a waste of time. Uh... A lot of respect to Bob Gurr. He's an absolute legend. Uh, still kicking it at upwards of 90 years old somehow. Um, may he live forever. But that being said, they are so old. <laughs> They're so outdated. My car like stalled halfway through oh, riding gosh. it. And I'm like, this is officially my least favorite attraction now. And there was like three or four that stalled while I was in line yeah. getting ready to go on to the attraction. It was not. That's brutal. It was not. It was not good. Yeah. Um, at all. It was not. Nope. nope. <laughs> and your favorite? Oh, this this one I got to go end on a good two, note. two for here. Okay. Uh, so one, I'm going to put Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. So oh, that was. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was my favorite at Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Then I rode this one. I'm still mad that that was not the last attraction I did because it closed yeah. early um, because technical difficulties. But that being said, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So much better. Granted, the key wasn't as good as the one in Orlando. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my goodness. It's longer. It's better. It's 
two more drops and it's just my favorite part of that ride i love the ride so overall good. i do agree that it's better than the one at disney world my favorite part of that ride is when you first go in you can see the blue lagoon restaurant uh-huh. and uh the little like guy playing the banjo out on the on his porch i just think that's yeah. like the coolest yeah i got to eat there that might have been my favorite i mean my first disneyland attraction that was my first Disneyland. Attraction. It might have been my first. I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then if it. I had to get a give a one A, I'm gonna go Indiana Jones. Okay. The Temple of Forbidden Eye. Nice. That blew my mind, dude. It's so good. So it's good. so good. The boulder scene is yeah, great. Just yeah. everything about it. Sorry, dinosaur. I love you, but this one is just. <laughs> it's so much better. So much better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that would be my my one two punch there. I remember the first time I rode that ride and being like. How is this like in a show building? Because mm-hmm. it's so immersive, you know. Yes, that honestly, I mean, I said Alice, man, but that could easily be my my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Alice is my favorite because of just I love that it's like unique and stuff, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that one definitely could have been my favorite. No, it's it's yeah. And here we go to round it off. My number one park of all the ones listed here: Islands of Adventure. Not allowed. I'm just Dude, oh my <laughs> gosh. I okay, so let me let me preface with this. First time we went to Universal, my wife and I, we go and uh our first day was in Universal, Florida. And before that, we had really only done Disney stuff. Like I said, I went to Universal as a kid. The yeah. park is not the same. Like there I think Men in Black is the only Men in Black and E.T. are the only opening day attractions that they still have. Yep. I don't even know if it's opening day, but like they were the only ones that existed e. when the I only went. Opening day one, I That's think. right. Um, so we go to Universal Orlando, we see all these screens, we go back to our Airbnb, and we're like, that was kind of disappointing, like compared to all the Disney stuff we had done or whatever. So we were like there was a small part of us that we were like, Okay, we need to set low expectations for Islands of Adventure tomorrow so that we like don't expect it to blow our minds. Holy crap, dude. I <laughs> love Islands of Adventure so much. It is and this is going to sound maybe a little bit weird. Part of why I love it is because it reminds me of a Disney park. The theming in each of the individual lands oh my gosh. is so good Phenomenal. that I'm like, I didn't know anyone other than Disney put this much attention to detail into things. Yeah. And so that was the part that really surprised me about it. I, there's no, like, you can stand in any one of the islands in the park and look out into the I forgot what it's called but the like body of water that's in the middle mm-hmm. and the view is unreal like that panoramic view where you can see Hulk you can see Velocicoaster you can see that's another you talk about bangers in a park dude there's some if you go left you can hit the Hulk you can hit Spider-Man you can hit we're not going to talk about King Kong cuz you already said you don't like that one but the animatronics dope you can go to Jurassic Park the water ride which I'll admit is like I actually I enjoy it more than I thought I would at night. It's phenomenal. You hit Velocicoaster, then you go hit Hagrid's. They, like it's just one after the yeah, other. It's just so journey. freaking good. Uh, one of my biggest uh, like sore spots is that I didn't get to experience um, the Lost Continent in its heyday. Like when it had dueling dragons and all that other sort of stuff. I wish I would have been able to experience that, which I didn't know until fairly recently. Like. That was probably the closest we would have ever gotten to the 
animal kingdom like mystical land that was supposed to exist beastly like the kingdom. beastly kingdom yeah yeah i didn't realize there were a ton of imagineers that worked on that so like mm-hmm. it, it it yeah anyway it dude i love this park so much like i i could record enough for another podcast right now <laughs> about how much i love islands of adventure um my least favorite ride is i'm not going to include seuss land like i get it it's family rides it's supposed to be there um totally understand that it's okay they suck anyway if anybody has a kid that i can borrow so that i can ride pteranodon flyers that'd be awesome um i'm sorry i'm just looking at the list here i'm not going to include flight of the hippogriff that's also like a kid's ride i'm not going to include storm force i'll go i'll go skull island yeah reign of kong probably my least favorite um it's one that again if it's not a walk-on i'm not going to do it yeah i'll I'll wait 10 minutes tops uh my favorite ride in the park i'm gonna go velocicoaster you should um 100 i'm gonna go velocicoaster it's a very close velocicoaster hulk hagrid's i don't know any park that has a better three-headed monster than those three dude they i will 100 percent agree they are so good and then, like, you can throw Forbidden Journey in there as well. Forbidden Journey is is really cool. I think they took what Disney did with Flight of Passage and made it unique and made it their own. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's really... I actually don't, I don't remember which one came out first. Forbidden Journey did first. Forbidden Journey came out first. Uh-huh. So then flip that. I think Disney did a good job with that. But, yeah, man, I just think there's so many, like, unique rides. And, like, Hagrid's a unique coaster um velocicoaster a unique coaster with their double launch and that top hat and the mosasaurus roll um hulk the unique launch to start off with like there's so many things in that park that you can't experience on other rides uh spider-man such like, a good ride the best screen-based ride <laughs> this is the way that all of them out. should be and even then like i wouldn't even call it, it's not even it doesn't heavily rely on screens like it uses real practical effects and all that sort of stuff so um but yeah uh food's great in this park um theming is great in this park yeah i'm just kind of fangirling right now but yeah islands of adventure <laughs> by far not just like we're not covering parks outside of disney and universal on this podcast at least we don't plan to but like out of all of the parks i've been to Islands of Adventure is probably my favorite, hands down. I respect it. Okay, I'll, I'll also add this. We got to say one more thing to make people mad before we sign off. <laughs> Islands is the park that started ruining Disney for me. It's not that I don't appreciate Disney. It's the part where I had to remember, like, Disney's different. Their goal is not the same goal as Islands of Adventure. Like, Islands yeah. is tailored for an older audience i feel it's more of the thrilling attractions and stuff like that but when i went to islands of adventure islands is the reason why magic magic kingdom is so low on my list because they're two different experiences and if i had to pick between one of those two types i'm going with the adventure so with all that being said that's the reason why i'm the adventure (laughs) why you're the magic right you you have the uh you know well you went disneyland instead of disney world but or magic kingdom but still like that's uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, that kind of gives you some insight into where we sit, where we stand on these, um, where we sit and stand. You know, both of them are important. <laughs> Especially when it comes to waiting in line for rides. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> dude, no. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's is Okay. Let's, let's, I, I'm interested to talk about this. We can cut this if we don't want to keep it. But of all of my takes, which made you the most upset? <laughs> uh, it's 100% the people mover. Is that a question? Come on, man. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you should have known that. I guess I could see that coming. Yeah. 
Well, there we go. There is uh, episode one. I guess I guess we close it out with that. Is there anything else you want to add? Or I don't think so. Yeah. Is what there... are you What are you most excited about for just launching this thing? And I talk way too much stuff. Oh yeah. Way too much about this stuff already. So an excuse to talk even more about it is totally fine with me. But there you go. No, I'm excited just to see you know where this goes and you know continue to learn more about both sides because both are dope. Regardless of how we feel, right, yes. about this ranking, sure, they're mixed and whatever. I thoroughly enjoy both. Yeah, I'm I excited agree. about the future of both resorts and both parks and, well, actually, all the parks, both companies. Yeah, I'm going to say the same thing, man. Like, as much as, you know, I've heard a lot of Disney podcasts. I've heard a few Universal podcasts. There's obviously not as, I feel like, as big of a, an outpouring, but... Nope. um like nobody talks about universal adults. It's just not a thing, right? Um, nope, but not yet. But I do think that there is such a, a beauty in both. I think they both add a value. I think they both offer different things, which is like something I think everyone needs to recognize is like mm-hmm. they're both out to be the best theme park in Orlando, right? But that's about where the similarities end, I feel. Like they take different approaches to it. And they definitely like, I mean, they 100% steal strategies from one another. That's just the business side of it, right? Universal would be dumb to not try to rip off stuff that Disney's done. Anybody in the theme park game would be dumb to not try to replicate what Disney's done. Um, But I do think there's enough that sets them apart where they do have slightly different audiences, but there is a lot of really cool overlap as well. So, yep. Yeah. Anyway, we are really excited to dive into this. We're going to get into more things. But if you want to stay connected with us, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. You can find us at uh, Magic Meets Adventure. We're going to post some stuff on there, some supplemental content. So, yeah, there'll be some stuff that kind of let you know when new episodes are out and content like that, but there'll also just be random things. So maybe we have something we want to talk about that's not long enough for a podcast, but it's just a random funny story that we can throw up there. Um, other ways that you can stay connected with us. Who knows? Maybe we'll reach a point where it's like, hey, one of us is going to be in the parks. Like, we'd love to meet up with you, stuff like that, you know. So uh, go ahead and follow us on Magic Meets Adventure. We'd also love for you to send us some feedback. What are things you like? What are things you don't like? What are some things that you would like to see on the podcast? Facts. Uh, conversation topics. What are things that you think will drive a bigger wedge between me and Tim? We're always down for those conversations. That feels like a lot of fun. That's true. <laughs> We're here to start some fights. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. You can't put a, a Universal guy and a Disney guy in the same room and not argue about something. So, um, but I think it's all going to be fun, constructive, and uh, yeah, it should be a good time. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Aaron. I bring the adventure. I'm Tim, and I bring the magic. And this has been Magic Meets Adventure. We will see you next time. And so our journey comes to an end. Guess that wraps things up. You guys did all right. Carefully raise your left bar and exit the vehicle. Oh, and don't forget to retrieve your stone. We hope that you've enjoyed your visit with us and that you will come back soon. See you real soon. Bye, everybody. We really love you. So long. Be careful getting home.